When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what else I just noticed now? What Speaking of notice? this thing about Kathy, yeah. Toby's wife is also named Kathy. Oh, my God. He's like, I was in the seminary for a while, and then I dropped out because I wanted to oh. sleep with this girl, Kathy. So I moved his grand and took the first job I could find in HR. Ooh. Yep. All right. Well, let's share it. Do we want to talk about that in the episode? Wait, why? What's the other Kathy? Uh, was, uh, were you listening? Kathy, <laughs> uh, Kathy Bates. Uh, this girl sent us a, uh, like a... It's not a fan theory, but she said one thing I've noticed is how many variations of Kathy are very are like is repeated. Mm-hmm. Katie, purse girl, Catherine, Michael talks about a hot coworker he totally could have slept with. Kathy, um, who's in the same delivery room as them. Kathy, mm. the who comes in and hits on Jim. Pam's yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then this is uh, Kathy, Toby's wife. Ex-wife. Wow. Yeah, bring it up. That's yeah. great. I like that. I think we just did bring it up. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly. If your business paper needs or Dunder Mifflin, the people versus paper people, Dunder Mifflin, the people versus paper people, Dunder Mifflin, the people versus paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and a waste of life who should just give up, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Janes in Human Relations. <laughs> and with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. When I was a kid, my parents got divorced. <laughs> they both wanted custody and they both asked me to testify against the other one in court. So... I don't know. I didn't want him to get divorced in the first place. You know? I love them both so much. I just wanted to... <laughs> uh, Brown v. Board Education. Roe v. Wade. Ford v. Ferrari. <laughs> All famous duels throughout history, but none so great as the one we are gathered here to discuss today. Michael v. Toby. Nice. That's right. Nice one. Yes. Yeah. Very excited to talk about this uh, this dynamic in the show. Uh, as we've mentioned before, the character of Michael is too big and too, uh, I guess he casts too much of a shadow yes. over the show for us to sum him up in one episode. So we've been kind of carving it off in different dynamics. So, for example, we have Michael versus Toby today. We did Michael in Love, uh, you know, a few episodes back. Uh, so very excited to talk about this confrontation of man versus amorphous blob of khaki. <laughs> the Michael-Toby relationship. Yeah, every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office, except for last week I wasn't here. So thank you guys so much for holding it down. We got you, buddy. That was a great episode. A uh, great little mailbag. I had a couple of things to add. Uh, I oh, love yeah, the yeah. bad purchases mm-hmm. segment. I just wanted to add that Kelly also does buy a bridesmaid uh, dress when uh, Michael says that he's going to get married to Holly mm-hmm. after they're not after they've broken up. Oh right. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another time that uh, he will not reimburse her receipt. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and uh, owes so many people money. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) I loved that segment uh, you guys did on cursing in the office and some other great shows that I love the cursing in uh, 
The Good Place, and uh, Last Man on Earth with Will Forte. Will Forte always going, saying friggin' um, oh, he all does. the time, yeah. which is just, I don't know, it's so funny. And then Kristen Bell always says, forking shirt balls, because uh, you're not allowed to curse on the afterlife. We had a lot place. of people send us their favorite moments where characters on The Office curse, too. And I'm so glad that so many people did. Like, yeah. if there's any, mm-hmm. ever little, any little thing like that you ever want to send us, don't hesitate. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, no, it was a great episode. So thank you guys so much. You're welcome. Um, also, uh, oh, yeah. j- just a little follow-up. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we had our cold open draft. Oh, yes. Uh, recently. It was a cold uh, draft. A cu- couple, couple episodes window. ago. So mm-hmm. we have... We have results on that. Um, there were two places you could vote. You could vote on Tinder and on uh, Twitter. Tinder. <laughs> on Tinder, <laughs> yeah, on Twitter. Someone's, yeah. Going, someone's going through profiles, yeah. and suddenly it's like left Michael, for. Do we have a Tinder account le- for le- the podcast? Swipe left for Alex, right for Sean, and up for me. <laughs> super if like. you super like my draft, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could vote on Tinder. <laughs> we didn't get a lot of responses. Oh, oh, but what boy. about on Twitter? Did we get uh, what? So I, I have my uh, Google Docs or the Facebook. Um, results here. I got Twitter right here. Man. What, what was the Twitter results? Um, on, on Twitter, it was just a vote of who won. I didn't include the um, actual results, but you mm-hmm. guys got 22. You each got about 22%. I got 55% of the Jeez. votes. I cleaned up wow. on Twitter. Hmm. I think hmm. a lot of it just has to do with stress relief. Hmm. I think getting the that number one, the number one pick. Yeah. I, got, I got LeBron James. That you know, is like, one of the best. I'm going to win. Uh, on, uh, on Google, Alex... I'm sorry, you came in last, twenty-eight point nine percent. Oh, f- you guys! <laughs> I came in second, thirty-four point two percent, and Eric baby. came in first, thirty-six point eight percent. Facebook's votes. terrible. Let's go. Um, so you know, Edwin, uh, Edwin with the uh, frame, Toby, no God, please no injury. Michael Burns's foot, Tallahassee, Dwight wakes everyone up at the hotel. Andy's ancestry with Asian Jim, and did I stutter with Michael puts his face in the cement? Tell him. Congratulations. All right, let's let's move on to Michael versus Toby. Unless right. we have any more pressing topics, um, I think that's everything. No, God, please, no. <laughs> uh, Michael Scott versus Toby Flenderson. Um, where where do we begin? I mean, I think the this is such a perfect dynamic within the show because it is the actual workplace opposition between a manager who is trying to do whatever he wants to have fun, to make a good time for other people in the office, to bring comedy, you know, and life and magic into the, uh, into the doldrums of the office. Um, and the HR counterpart who is naturally going to try to, you know, curtail a lot of that. Right. Um, so we see it kind of a lot in the early seasons. Um, Less, uh, and then as it goes on, it gets more and more personal, I think, you know, <laughs> yes. um, in a weird way. And, and we're not going to talk all about Toby's character because he's a little bit bigger than his, you know, confrontation with Michael. But I actually think this is a very, in this regard, Toby is a very unique and interesting character, which is hilarious because Toby is portrayed as neither unique nor interesting in the show. <laughs> um, but the way that his character kind of begins and just kind of pops up in little moments and then later on becomes kind of a punching bag for Michael you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's super interesting, you know, to yeah. put it in Michael's own words. Here's how things work here. My job is to make the office fun. <laughs> Your job is to make the office lame. We have an eternal struggle. You and I and only one of us can be the winner. Spoiler alert. I'm going to win. Wow. <laughs> Somebody doesn't like HR. Yeah. What did that's, you do to him? That's the moment. That's no, he, the moment he, when he's he talking to Holly. Me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Holly, Holly just pushes Michael off balance in that moment. And right. he falls in love immediately. Yeah. Because. Of their hate for Toby. Yeah. But I think I think that's interesting. There's a couple of things. 
to Michael versus Toby, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. I think there's the uh, the 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 um, the infrastructure that keeps them fighting Separate. against each other, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, you yeah. know, like that uh, that you, as you were saying, the manager just wants to do whatever they want. HR kind of represents corporate, kind of represents all the employees, so he's kind of standing up for that. Uh, Toby's kind of standing up for them when he does stand up for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I would say that it gets pretty personal pretty fast with Michael and Toby. Oh, like, right, away. Almost I mean, right away. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> yeah. learn about Toby's divorce from Michael. Oh, yes, that's Immediately. right. Immediately. That's right. So, like, that's one thing in season one that that uh, Michael hits on a lot, that Toby's been is divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we had a listener email or something like that one time about how a, a kind of like a fan theory that one of the reasons that Michael hates Toby so much is because uh, yeah. he's divorced and Michael's parents are divorced. Right, we know we we don't really know the intricacies of the of Michael's family's divorce, but we know that sh- his mom remarried when he was like ten, eleven years old, something like that. Um, what do you guys think about that? Did you do you? I mean, hmm. I think that's pretty valid, I, and it's something it's that I never yeah. considered before. It's never explored in the show. I mean, we're kind of, you know, we're making an assumption here, but you know, I, I see it as valid. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Checks out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, I think I think. Toby just represents everything Michael hates in so many ways. And then, so I think that absolutely fits with, in with it. I mean, I can only imagine at some point previously to when we start to see The Office, in like season one, like something must have happened that Michael just made a decision about Toby. Like, I really do not like this guy. Right. I don't like someone who can say no to me that I don't have power over. And maybe it reminds him of just not having power in his life because he <laughs> well, knows deep down. He's like, I doesn't have any power. He's a regional manager and that's it. I think too, especially early on, Toby is the voice of corporate, right? Yes. Toby is, it almost is, you know, Kobe or Toby. I almost said Kobe. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. But Kobe, Kobe Flanders. Uh, <laughs> too soon. There. Too soon. Right, yeah. <laughs> Toby. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> that's when you miss. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Toby is is uh in H is HR, so he's part of corporate, so he's not really part of our family. Yes. Toby's also divorced, so he's not technically a part of his family, right? <laughs> right. So there's that. But you know, and I think the very first appearance of Toby that we get is I think in Diversity Day. Yeah. When he walks in and he says, We're yes. not all gonna sit cross like an Indian style, are we? Get out. Yeah. Everyone laughs. And then Michael says, Get out, and Toby says, I'm sorry. And Michael says, No, this is not a joke, okay? That was offensive and lame. So double offensive. <laughs> this is an environment of welcoming. And you should just get the hell out of here. <laughs> what a perfect early office quote. And that's so good. That's where the line's drawn. But like in that moment, it's, there's nothing to do with him being HR or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like Michael's going to unload on this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's so early on. Well, and- it's so funny, too, because like I would say that as the show goes on, like Toby is actually pathetic for a lot of it. Yeah. And becomes more so in the very end of the show. Mm-hmm. But um. This is a moment where he's almost kind of cool, right? He just made a good joke. Or, uh, he just made a joke that everybody laughed at, right? Which is, of course, what Michael is always right, trying he hates to it, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he hates it. Um, but uh, but in that very... Uh, but, like, Toby's kind of cool about it, too, the way he just kind of says it and walks in. Like, you know, I think he's not quite established as mm-hmm. as lame as he... Toby has a very wry sensibility in the first, in the first few seasons. One yeah. that totally kind of fades away over the course of the show. Yeah. And he becomes more of a sad sack, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> uh, yeah. The saddest. Yeah. The case of the horrible sad sack. And the verdict, death. <laughs> yeah. Death to Toby. <laughs> um, 
I'm thinking of, you know, in the early seasons, uh, obviously we have that moment where, uh, you know, he, he makes that joke uh, in Diversity Day, but I'm also mm-hmm. thinking in Boys and Girls when he, like, subtly doesn't go downstairs for the seminar, mm-hmm. you know, and he just kind of puts his, you know, he, put, right. he puts his finger to his lips to, uh-huh. like, tell the camera crew not to tell anyone, and he kind of slips back in. Or um, when uh, Jim goes back to uh, sit next to Kelly in the carpet in season two, and Toby, uh, you know, aller- or Kelly says, Toby used to sit here, but he had to move because of an allergy, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> there's, there's kind of a, a, a funny sensibility about yeah. Toby in these er- in the early couple seasons. I like right? when I like when Toby's wry sense of humor comes up. I, I, I'm thinking of also Casino Night when Michael's saying, "Oh, and another fun thing: we at the end of the night are going to give a uh, the check to an actual group of Boy Scouts, right, Toby? We're gonna." And Toby goes, "Actually." I didn't think it was appropriate to invite children since it's, you know, there's gambling and alcohol and it's in our dangerous warehouse and it's a school night and, you know, Hooters is catering, you know, (laughs) is that enough? Should I keep going? (laughs) I mean, he's he's totally making a joke there, Mm -hmm. Um, but just delivered so dryly. Um, So wait, you have to give us the Michael quote after that. Yes, please. (laughs) Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things you choose to be. Okay, you know what? I will do- not donate my winnings to Comic Relief since apparently it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it goes yeah, on. Yeah. That's one of my all-time favorite yeah. Michael quotes. So good. I mean, that's just a be- you just Tommy gunned my trivia right there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Toby gunned. <laughs> so I think that some of the mm-hmm. Michael to Toby put downs are some of the best quotes in the in the whole show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, totally. Why are you the way that? Uh, why are you the way that you are? I hate so much about the things you choose to be. That's one of the greatest lines. I think too in season two we see a couple different instances where Toby is very much um, not just the voice of reason or the voice of no. Um, but also like a piece of corporate. So in uh, sexual harassment, right, he's, you know, part of the side with Jan, right? Mm-hmm. And then in the Christmas episode, he's, you know, we really shouldn't serve alcohol. Right? That's the other <laughs> thing. And then in this episode, when he kind of pull, pulls back Michael's, um, his idea to donate to, yeah. to the Boy Scouts and mm-hmm. stuff. So we see that kind of pop up throughout the, uh, throughout the season. Another thing in season two that I think is really notable is in Booze Cruise. Uh, there's a deleted scene where Toby is not on the boat because he misses it on purpose. Oh right, that's right. That's he's right. he 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 runs down to the end of the dock, and and uh, Michael says, "Hey, you missed the boat, idiot!" And Captain Jack says, "We can turn around." <laughs> says, "No, this is his punishment." And Toby turns to the camera and he goes, "Well, I guess I shouldn't have stopped for dinner." <laughs> he does that again too. Uh, when he, I, for, I forget when it is. It's 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 not beach game because he mm-hmm. wanted to go. It's beach day. But it's beach day. It's everyone leaves, and then we see Toby like. Closes the door and like looks at the camera. That's in Boys and Girls. No, oh, that's a Boys and Girls. Yeah, right, oh, right. Okay, gotcha. That's what I was yeah referring. Yeah, oh, yeah. gotcha. Sorry, yeah, it. yeah. I was zoned no, no, out no. Here. You're good. You're good. I was trying to find some more trivia questions. <laughs> but, oh, do you guys do you guys notice or think about? Is there a pattern that you guys see over the course of Michael versus Toby? Like you, like I think it gets a little bit more. Not not more personal, but like they they get more and more hurtful. I think over yeah. time, um, is there a sort of uh, arc or a narrative that you guys see between Michael and Toby? I, I, in their in their uh, interactions and in their conflicts and stuff. Other than other than the eternal uh, eternal foes, like mm-hmm. I I wonder if he 
I wonder if just before season one, Michael was irritated with Toby, but as soon as the camera showed up mm. and he's the one person standing up to him, like that just drove him crazy. And now it's and yes, and so it gets it gets brutal yeah. as it goes on. Um, and then I guess after nepotism, maybe there's a softening because we should talk about too after nepotism to avoid getting fired. Michael has to go through therapy sessions Counseling. and yeah. and all of his uh, all the HR reps are licensed uh, therapists or counselors or something like that. So he has to go through counseling with Toby, um, it, yeah. which of course is at first you know very uh, you know they uh, they fight a lot. But mm-hmm. um, well, I think I think you you bring up like that counseling as far as wrapping up an arc of Michael mm-hmm. and Toby. To me, there's like the three main episodes for theirs are Goodbye Toby, Frame Toby, and, and counseling. counseling yes. mm-hmm. Those are like the three mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. this dynamic, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because it ends with counseling, and it's the only time in the show. That we start to actually look at Michael's psyche and like what makes Michael Scott the way he is. Like it is really important information. I mean, important within the universe of the office mm-hmm. of the entire show. Like Michael is the nucleus that everything is sort of orbiting around, and all of his insecurities and all of his fears are what drives so much plot and story in the office. Yeah. And before he leaves in season seven, we get just a couple lines of them actually talking about this. And I think like it's I think some of the most important scenes on the office and even just like when Toby slowly actually becomes a little more effectual. I think that's sort of what where this art goes is it starts out. Michael has zero respect for Toby and he never gets more respect for Toby. But Toby slowly gets a little better. And then as actually doing HR compare it to compare it to when he's like, we really shouldn't have booze. Michael shows up with Mm -hmm. 15 bottles of booze. He's not that effectual. But by the end, I mean, Toby's learn to take the punches enough and maybe it's something that it bothers Michael so much is that Toby opposes Michael in such a bland corporate way. Right. That sort of changes, I think at the end because they start to get more personal. Well, I, 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 well, here's the thing. So first, just as a quick aside, I would disagree that Toby gets better. There's a line later in the show where he goes, Aaron, HR is a joke. I can't do anything about anything. (laughs) It's, it's, it's angry Andy. She's trying to, I, I meant to say, uh, until that, Michael leaves. So after Michael sure, leaves, sure. Toby becomes kind of a different character. Sure. And Entirely. terrible. But and like up until then, I think he's, you know. But to your point, I actually think, you know, so in, in season seven, what we see from Michael is this, is this immense amount of character development yeah. that culminates in Goodbye Michael, where he's actually in a different place mentally and he's very settled and he can move on in a very meaningful way. And I think like the reason that happens is because of counseling with Toby. It's hilarious to think yeah. that that happens, but beca- but counseling is the first step where we actually begin to see then character development for Michael. Also, wow. so much of that has to do with Holly and their relationship. But right, if you think about it, it stands to reason that Michael actually getting some sort of therapy would lead to an improvement in his life and overall mental well-being. You know? Sure. Which is a crazy thing to think about. You well, know? it's, you yeah. know, it's true for most people. Yeah, but tra- yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But well, yeah. And so much of it in Michael's well-being has to do with Holly, mm-hmm. like meeting Holly. And right. Toby is yet again this sort of obstacle, especially when he comes back. Like his, it's like this woman he's fallen for in every way mm-hmm. is then replaced by Toby, and it's right, just right. like another reason for Michael to just be like, "You are the reason that my life is bad." Right, right. And he just has somebody to just punch. I I love that you brought up uh, Holly again, though, because I think that it's it's 
it's interesting how the Michael Toby dynamic kind of like echoes itself throughout the show. And I mm-hmm. think one of those ways is is the fact that the person that he ultimately falls in love with is working the same position that is his sworn enemy for most of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's amazing how the turntables. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, we could probably just talk about the counseling for almost this whole episode. I just well, want yeah, to. I just want to point out there. Obviously, they start to play games, and Toby kind of pulls one on Michael. Oh yeah, he does. Well, yeah, to well, your, I mean, I guess what you were saying earlier, he is very capable. He shows some capabilities in this moment that he does yes. not show in any other real moment. That one on one sort of na- nature. Toby. Of Toby, yeah, is very yeah, different. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because and he shows off. He's got the certificate, and he's like, I think there's a chance to do some good here. And he's like, yeah. Yes, HR is a joke, mm-hmm. but he's like, I could actually maybe an HR isn't exactly like he wanted to be a priest. You know, right, like, right. <laughs> it's in his nature, mm-hmm. I feel like, to listen and to help. Yeah. And HR is not really a good way for him to do that. But he does finally break through to oh, Michael. Oh, God. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, uh, think about uh, what is it? Uh, conflict resolution. Right. Mm-hmm. Where where Michael, you know, finds out that everyone's oh, been yeah, turning right, in their yeah. complaints to Toby and he listens to them. He writes it down. He files it away. And, redacted, redacted. Know, <laughs> I mean, Michael thinks he can solve these problems, and Toby's just like, no, Cage match. hey man, they just want to listen. They just need someone to listen to them. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's another great uh, episode. <laughs> there there's there's a moment when Toby points out to Michael that um, uh, in in the in the convict when he's like, they're teasing you. Like obviously, yeah, people yeah. like right. it. Here. We can go home. We have we have lives, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, it's this one time when I mean, sometimes Toby's there to just be like a, a bowling bumper for Michael as he's mm-hmm. just going all over the place. And he's like, look, it's actually we're on your side. It happens mm-hmm. again when, mm-hmm. at the deposition. And he's like, I'm on your side, Michael. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't want him here. <laughs> I want him gone. <laughs> I'm on or, your side. or in the negotiation when he says, you know, uh, uh, Jan says, all right, make sure you bring your HR rep. And he goes, no, I'm bringing Daryl from the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, right. no, bring HR or bring Toby. He's, he's, uh, you know, your mm-hmm. HR rep, he, yeah. you know. Uh, and then, you know, he walks up to Toby and he, he says, come on, we need to go. And he's like, where are we going? I'm going to smack you in the head with a hammer. <laughs> Toby goes with him because he can't stand to listen to Kelly and, uh, right. and Ryan. That's something, fight. too. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know if Michael intended to punish me by moving Ryan back to the annex. But if he did, genius. <laughs> there, there's something about Toby. I think part of what drives Michael nuts about Toby is he wants Toby to like personally come back at Michael. Like he, it's like, he's like, I need a foe who's as strong as I am. And he hates that Toby isn't because Toby always takes this sort of third road. Uh, this is, this is most evident when, uh, in frame Toby puts Caprese salad in his drawer and Toby's like, you know, the cops could have been doing something else. And he's like, Oh my God. Like you worried about the taxpayer. Like he's like, he <laughs> wants Toby to just like hit him. And yeah. he spends all, I mean, that whole episode is him trying to get Toby fired right. by just making him act out. And Toby's impossible to make act out. Yeah. And he, Michael just can't stand it. They're, <laughs> they're so different as people. And whenever Toby sort of takes this high road, Michael's like reminded that he's a lot more adolescent than Toby is mm-hmm. like, he makes fun of Toby's divorce, but like at least Toby's been married. Like at least yeah. Toby has a kid, you know, and all these there's like so many things about Toby that remind Michael of why Michael doesn't like himself. That leads to counseling. That's a point that I wanted to make too that just that just I think that a lot of the things you hear Michael make fun of Toby for are things that he could say about himself. Sure. Like the you're going to be alone forever, nobody likes you, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, uh um uh 
Well, he says, you, Michael, we want to go home, right? In the yeah. uh, in the fight in season two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you don't even right. have anyone to go home to. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. So, well, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's interesting that, you know, that point that a lot of the things that he makes fun of Toby, he could say about himself. I think we're, we're stretching a little bit yeah. if we're saying that, like, to to a certain extent, like, if we're saying that Michael sees this negative side in Toby that's reflected, like, it's we're, we're going a little far in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. but I think for the most part, like. Why, why, Toby, do, you, why do you think that? I mean, we can't just like guess entirely about Michael's psyche. Like we see glimpses of it, right? Sure. But but we are making an assumption. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, but yeah, but he's not. I'm a not. Real, I'm not, not a saying, real person. I'm not. I know, but I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just yeah. that like we can't, like, yeah. Well, that Michael is this way because he sees this, and but because what, he sees this. But like, that's what we're. Well, yeah, okay. But I just think we're we're going a little far. Well, I don't think there's any harm in trying to go that far. I don't. I, I'm not I, saying that it's harmful. It's just that we're going. Yeah. I actually think no, we do see it. Like that's that's why I'd say canceling is like some of the most important scenes in the show because mm-hmm. I think that's what we do learn of all these things. And right. Like, like when he's like when my, they're like uh, Toby says it's really sad your dog ran away. Why'd you keep it from going to the park? And Michael's like I'm afraid I would find him playing with another kid. And Toby's why you know oh, dogs don't do that. And Michael's like, yeah, dogs don't do that, do they? Mm-hmm. I do. I do think you just get a couple of, like, you just start to see Michael's always had this lifelong fear of being alone and rejected, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's what he makes. That's what. That's exactly what he makes fun of Toby about mm-hmm. is being alone and not having a family mm-hmm. and being this boring corporate guy, and not having friends. And that's like, yeah. And I feel like that's exactly who Michael is, also. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, I, yeah. I think it's interesting. I'm not. I'm not saying you're incorrect. Yeah. It's, I. Just, I just think. Um, I'm trying to think of the right way to put it, but like I, I don't know if it applies every single time that Michael. No, no, of like, course not. Like the simplest answer, right? Occam's razor, right? Is mm-hmm. that Toby is obstructing him? Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But it is interesting. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not Just saying that at the at yeah. the arc of their and, relationship, and, and maybe the divorce is is like a uh, you know an an Achilles heel, like or he knows that he can. It's, it's just is he think, going for? The, I just think when we start going down, like well. Michael sees that Toby is divorced and Michael has wanted to be married and Michael's mm-hmm. parents are were divorced. Like that if we if we connect too many of these dots, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we're not saying this for Michael, sure. I know. Like, I'm just know. I'm just saying that this is something that I'm noticing <laughs> in the pattern of our discussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just theorizing. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, right. just, for just fun. theorizing. That's the whole I, point I of this show. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. Too far. <laughs> we too far on Toby, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. We'll, I mean, we'll, we'll dial it back. We'll dial it back. No, no, no. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. All right. There's other... Yeah. There's other um... Thank you, doctor. Take two of these and call me in the morning. Yeah. Uh... You can't help anyone. Since when is it illegal to put crazy salad anywhere? I think in terms of progression, and I was kind of hinting at this earlier, yeah. but like I think there is something to be said of the way that it grows between Michael's animosity for Toby between season one and then in season four with goodbye Toby. Mm. Right. Like you talked about these major episodes and these are the ones that we would naturally gravitate to a goodbye Toby frame Toby and then counseling. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot that happens in between, you know, Michael, uh, his relationship with Toby in season two and then getting to the point where he's literally dancing, thinking about him leaving and singing, right. you know, right. super trans. Yeah. So I think there's, it's, it's interesting the way that the writers I think choose to, Go from, you know, build him up. They realize mm-hmm. the humor in Michael going after Toby. Totally. And Toby just kind of accepting it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, like to your point, Toby takes it and he, he takes it into a very neutral sort of mediating sort of direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> it, in that same episode, when the camera's just panning around, the fireworks, the music, and everyone's like, wow. And then just over yeah. to Toby, who's like, what has happened here? Yeah. 
Like that, it's just all in that moment. Yeah, there is just something so funny about just like the person who takes the brunt of it just mm-hmm. has little to he's no so, reaction. He's so, he's so emo- mild. He's yeah. so emotionless. Right? Yeah. Um, really <laughs> I think you guys mentioned it too in your last episode, but it was like uh, the one of one of Michael's biggest um, purchases is that party that he throws. Oh yeah, for Toby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I put some money, money in my shoe. I don't want your foot money. I don't want your foot money. I love the way Angela pushes it away with the pen. It's, it's just a Phyllis, <laughs> can you do this? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I. You know, it is. Uh, it, and you're right. It is as simple as like Toby's. An, Toby's a hurdle. He's mm-hmm. an obstacle. Mm-hmm. And Michael is feel, fancies himself as a free soul who's very mm-hmm. creative and very funny. Mm. And Toby's none of those things. Like you said, an amorphous blob of khaki. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that Michael despises. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I do think at some point, I think the show had to dive into like, all right, why is, why do, why does Michael hate Toby so much? Of course. Like at some I, point, you got to go. I think it. it's a natural end point to the writers deciding like, well, wow, this is really funny. Yes. When Michael really crushes Toby. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you build up to it. So you do get sort of this tension release moment with counseling where we kind of investigate mm-hmm. what's going mm-hmm. on in Michael's brain a little bit, mm-hmm. which I think is really funny. Yeah, It's intense, though. I mean, the way he, Michael reacts when he's like, you bitch. And then he you starts... son of a gun. And he's like, you can't you help anyone. You couldn't help your marriage. Like, he yeah. gets immediately becomes oh, so, so mean. And it's yeah. like, that's what a little kid does when you call out or like, it's what a child would do. That is one of the times when Toby finally, like, breaks and it's just like just fill it out yourself you marked severe yeah yeah for everything <laughs> tell me <laughs> when, gabe, when gabe points that out and the little laugh toby gives it's so defeated just like, yeah Ugh. you know what though i think i think too this, this this is kind of an interesting topic where the moments where toby gets a little bit of uh I don't know, you can laugh at Michael a little bit. Like, that's, mm-hmm. or, and, and I don't mean to say oh, that nice. he's laughing at Michael in this yeah. moment, but like, where it kind of flips. Yeah, right? yeah. Where like, Toby basically gives up. Yes. But Michael kind of, you know, almost, um, we don't know so if Michael subconsciously or consciously checked all the boxes, right? Right. It's sabotaged. But himself. it does flip, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and, uh, and I don't mean to say that Michael is, or Toby is laughing at Michael in this situation, but it reminds me of a moment where Toby mm-hmm. does laugh. In the deposition, when they're reading, oh god, when they're yes. reading, uh, yes. yes, the journal. And yeah. who's this Brian who you describe as just as hot as jam, but in a different way? <laughs> not, not, uh, not more like a cool best friend type. Yeah. <laughs> and then, are we trying to figure out when Michael and Jan had a relationship? Not Michael and this Ryan. You know? Yeah. Toby starts laughing. He can't. He can't handle it. Right. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Also, in Casino Night, um, he's like, I don't normally play cards, but. Felt really good to take Michael from money. I'm gonna chase that feeling. <laughs> I think I'm gonna oh, chase yeah, that yeah. feeling. That happens pretty I have early good cards. on. Yeah. yeah, I have yeah. good cards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have good cards. I went so all in, doesn't he? <laughs> 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 like, and it just sets. It's just like they just they do such a good job of setting up these little ways that like Toby is just bugging Michael, and he's like, "Why wouldn't you fold, Toby?" Or in um, uh, Toby, yeah, in the negotiation yeah. when they're they're sitting together, you know, and and Michael and Jan are going back and forth. And uh, Michael says, uh, okay, no, you're going to play like this? You give me a good raise or no more sex. 
And Toby starts to write stuff down. Yes. And Michael turns yes. to Toby and says, what are you writing, Perfball? <laughs> and Toby says, just preparing for the deposition. And then in the talking head, he says, this may be the first time that a male subordinate has attempted to get a modest scheduled raise by threatening to withhold sex from a female superior. It will be a groundbreaking case when it inevitably goes to trial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, one moment that's kind of heartwarming at the very end of counseling when you like the moment you mentioned mm-hmm. of like, you know, well, maybe maybe unless part of you made that mistake on purpose talking about the, the forms. Mm-hmm. And then there's just a moment when Michael mimics Gabe and he's like, I mess everything up so I can fix it and keep my job. Oh, Because right. right. I do nothing. I make everybody nervous. Yeah. Yeah. They both. And, laugh they, and they just kind of laugh at, at Gabe, who's yet another corporate figurehead. Right. And uh, and they both laugh at that. And it's mm-hmm. sort of like, oh, it's like, yeah, they they both get it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Michael is growing. I mean, the whole season seven is Michael. That's the Michael breakthrough is where he, so yeah, he makes fun of Gabe instead of Toby. And then at the end of this talking head, he says, ah, okay, got your notebook. All right. All right. Let's bang this out. Let's do this. Right. Mm -hmm. There is an element of actually addressing his problem, Mm -hmm. you know, or at least engaging with the thing that he has to get through. Right. Versus screaming about it and complaining. It's almost too fast to turn around, but it, Mm -hmm. but I do like that moment still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what any other favorite quotes from the Michael Toby relationship? I love. I tried, I tried to talk to Toby and be his friend, but that is like trying to be friends with an evil snail. <laughs> I feel like I'm dying inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole raid on Tesket, which I don't think we even brought up in the what cold opens. That? What it's uh, the cold open is a uh, oh the, the raid, raid on, on Tesket. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just see Michael so, like yeah, here, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> This, so the episode is The Chump. It's in season six. Okay. Yeah. Um, this here is a raid on Test Kit. Okay, I'll be putting them everywhere. And please don't throw these out. Please don't throw these out. This <laughs> the is a raid Michael, on Test Kit. The, t- the way that Michael turns <laughs> around. Yeah, the animosity. Yeah. The strain in his neck. Yeah. And he holds it. There's a really good blooper from that scene. Toby has been leaving raid on kits everywhere like he owns the place. The first time I threw mine away, I thought it was an ant trap. But I'd rather live with ants than with his creepy little disc. <laughs> The second time, I thought it was, you know, those things where you turn it over and it moves like a cow thing. But upon closer examination, it was another ant trap, so I threw it away. And the third time, I did it out of spite. <laughs> the way he holds it up to the camera, yeah. throws it in the trash. Are you serious? You say these are You're kidding silent. me. God, you say right on asylum but deadly, and then you expect me to not make farting noises with my mouth? What is this? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love too. He goes, you know what? We're not going to die of radon. We're going to die of boredom. boredom. And everybody yeah. laughs. I think mm-hmm. that's so funny that everybody yeah. laughs. Well, that's know? what yeah. energizes him then to get up and mm-hmm. be like, I'll, you know what? More. Here's one more. Kill if I had, a, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the what's the uh, um. If I had a gun with two bullets right. and I was in a room with Hitler, Bin Laden, and Toby, I would shoot Toby twice. But, do you, I mean, you mentioned this, but, like, that, that Michael says these crazy hurtful things and they pan to Toby and he's just straight-faced. like he's just mm-hmm. sitting there. Yeah, right. Yeah, just uh, totally neutral, right? Mm-hmm. Come uh, on, Michael. Yeah, right. Uh, I love in season six and the delivery when they were talking about things that they, they're trying to keep Pam from... Uh, Distract Pam, right? Mm-hmm. And, it's, and they say, uh, nobody touch uh, Pam's nipples. Think of Pam's nipples as Toby's grundle. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so uh, much. I mean, and look, we've we talked about Goodbye, Toby. And, and granted, we've talked about that episode. Yeah, Like in another of episode of our show. Remember, his name is Toby. Why don't you take a letter opener and stick it in your skull? <laughs> oh, my that's, God. That's a really good one. Um, I'm just thinking of the exit interview. When Michael 
Toby says we still have to do the exit interview. Michael's face. Oh, Toby. thank you. Yes, yes, the exit interview. Yes, we, we do. do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like Michael has been writing and working yeah. on that talk because the way he jumps into it, because like uh, Toby starts to say something, and Michael's just like, "Can I just say, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that of all the idiots and all the idiot villages and all the idiot worlds." You stand alone, my friend. <laughs> then Holly comes in, you know. Yeah. yeah. The wind uh, goes out of his sails then, so uh, fast. Holly, so Holly comes in to, for the exit interview, and Michael tries to get her out, and he goes, um, no, no, this is very boring stuff. Why don't you take a tour? Have you seen the Baylor? <laughs> Baylor? He loves the Baylor. <laughs> um, yeah. And then Pam comes in, and to- <laughs> Toby says, no, Pam, stay. Oh, yeah. In, like, such a nice, stay. innocent yeah. way, yeah. right? Yeah. Six seconds, mm-hmm. it goes to a room full of people, and Michael's just like, yeah. oh, yeah. boy. What, uh, what changes would and you make these- here at Dunder Mifflin? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I brought the binder. Do you want to take a look? What would you improve about Dunder Mifflin? Right. Uh, and then he, I've got some ideas, I guess. That's where Michael turns and puts his hands mm-hmm. in front Both of his face. Hands yeah. And just say, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> right. And he goes, I guess everything is okay. That's that's something I would, uh, you know, the things in the office we never get to see. I would, have, I, I would like to see a full mm-hmm. speech from Toby of everything that Michael's done and like everything he would change about the office. <laughs> like really get it all out. But nope. Uh, he Not gives Toby. he gives Toby the rock with a post-it on it with a rubber band that just says "suck on this." Mm-hmm. And then Michael walks out into the uh... well. Okay, first we get a great little one of those moments where Pam yeah. goes, "Michael." Yeah, and Michael says, "That's what do you mean, Michael? That's not even my handwriting." Hey, <laughs> yeah. what the hell is going on here? Who thought it would be hysterical to give Toby a rock for his going away gift? I thought it would be hysterical. You did. No, you made me wrap it. I thought it was over the line. <laughs> yeah, like he makes Dwight. He makes Dwight do it. Like what is up with that? you made me wrap it. I'm, Michael, I'm sure can't wrap. <laughs> I thought it was over the line. That's, that's the more more than like implicating like yes, Michael. Remember we talked about this. No, you made me wrap it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. it was over the line. Can you? That's like uh, another testament to Dwight's complete dedication to Michael gift wrapping a rock for Toby, even though he thinks it's over the line. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's too. The, and this is another moment where Toby kind of backs down, right? Yeah. So he almost chooses peace at all costs, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, very much. I think how he probably sees his role in the office, right? Yeah, you yeah. Know, he's a peacekeeper <laughs> and he does it all the time. Um, a couple inconsistencies though. Oh, sure. uh, Michael does not roast Toby. When he comes back in oh. and roasts everyone, it seems weird. Oh. Maybe Toby's not sitting there. Maybe he's not in the room. Hey, and Michael think... knows that you only roast the ones you love. Right, that's true. <laughs> Which, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I don't think Toby roasts Michael on stage, does I doubt. he? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I don't think Toby gets up there. I want to say, does he kick him off the stage? No, no, friends only. Yeah, that's, that's right. It. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, I would have loved to see that yeah. too. He probably knows Toby's. Got a lot to say, but I party, party. <laughs> so that's my favorite one. This is the cut to Oscar. Uh, there's another one that I really love between Michael and Toby. Um, you know, you think about how, you know, Toby chooses um, like right this this higher road, right? In mm-hmm. All these moments, right? He chooses not to hit Michael, even though Michael slaps the pictures yeah. out of his hands, right? I'm not gonna hit you. Right? He's on the ground picking up the photos, and Ryan says, "Man, you should have hit him once in a lifetime, man." Right? <laughs> <laughs> or in the exit interview, right when he doesn't speak up about how he could improve under Mifflin, right? There yeah. is a moment in season six in Double Date after Michael breaks up with Helene mm-hmm. on her birthday at the restaurant, yes, yes. right? Uh, and Toby, you know, it's like, Pam, can I talk to you for a second? You know, I heard about the hit. Just make sure it's off company property. Right. And then he starts to walk away and he goes, okay. And the power comes from the back foot. <laughs> so it's all in one motion through the, through the body. So you stay a little low and there's a twist. 
you keep your shoulder down and you just kind of throw out the arm. Pow. Yeah. And Pam gets up and she's saying, okay, wait, you're saying it comes from the foot and they punch in the hand. Yeah. Right. Like Toby is using yeah. it, my, Pam as a proxy yeah. you yes. know, to really get his revenge on Michael. That's I think that's amazy. so funny. It's yeah, hysterical. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though, it, yeah, it's funny too. Cause like Toby is so awkward, awkward with Pam, but in that moment he's not. Mm-hmm. Cause we know that Toby has a crush on Pam, mm-hmm. but like in that, there is something Anyone about, have a camera? yeah. <laughs> Anyone have a camera here? <laughs> But uh, it, you you kind of assume that just from the just because he cares so much about wanting to see her hit Michael, he can talk to her now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. um, I, I'm watching this GIF over and over again on my computer. Of, I'm seeing that <laughs> of Michael. Oh, checking, checking Toby, Toby <laughs> on the hockey. Toby uh, taking a hit pretty <laughs> which, well, which mm-hmm. is pretty incredible. I'm watching it over and over again just to be like, wow, it really is. They're both doing that stunt. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's pretty great. It's, <laughs> I had never yeah. noticed Michael's wearing a USA Hockey jersey. That's <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, good. It's good. That's it, a hard hit. Yeah, it's a hard hit. It looks good. And the the little pump he does yeah. afterwards. <laughs> the, he's what, one oh, leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got one leg up in the air while skating. USA. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Any other any other thoughts here? Any 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 quotes we didn't get to? Moments we didn't get uh, to. Michael's doing sensitivity training. It says, "You are a waste of life. You should give up." <laughs> is what I would say. Yeah, <laughs> immediately has to backtrack, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, there, there's a time when uh, Toby has to stop uh, the in Diwali. He has to stop the meeting about the Kama Sutra and Indian culture, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, mm-hmm. "Toby is too immature. He's talk about sex, right?" He's like. People are doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it with Carol probably later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a time when it's Michael's birthday and uh, 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 Toby comes in and is like, oh, donuts. And Michael's oh, like, yeah, yeah, somebody got donuts for my birthday. And he's like, oh, happy birthday. Uh, and he's like, you didn't know it was my birthday. Uh, I, I guess, guess I forgot. He's like, well, I guess I forgot to give you a donut. <laughs> he shuts it on him. He shuts it, and then Toby leaves, and he reopens it and yeah. gets back in the original spot. Yeah, it's right. a funny little move. <laughs> I love the moment when um, the watch alarm goes off while Toby's wearing the watch that Michael gave him. Oh, yeah, at 5 he, o'clock, right? He sets it for when Toby's done with his last <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <act. laughs> Just a great little touch. Um, yeah, it's great. that I love that, that uh, Toby ends up with the Seiko timepiece mm-hmm. <laughs> after all this. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's such a great touch um the whole scene when i mean obviously the whole no god please no that whole scene is that's just so great. we've talked about it a few times of the greatest like, in recent it episodes your, it was your cold open draft yeah and just um, just the way that um we need when toby's not there and mm-hmm. and michael's just looking around like great joke great prank jim yeah, just, and and like the it's just this moment of yeah. like Michael's life is still yeah. good because Toby's Maybe not in it. Go Dare. back there and see. Yeah. Oh, Dare, Dare I? I? Dare <laughs> I. <laughs> I mean, you played the col- you played the drop at the beginning of the show, but uh, during the deposition when they go to lunch and Toby's trying to be nice to Michael oh, and yeah. is sharing this truly devastating to story. Empathize, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is another time that the writers might have forgotten that they've already used this story. Um, they bring it back with for when with Will Ferrell. <laughs> he he says like uh, that he needed to choose. His parents made him choose between them during that. Oh, divorce. did they? you remember that? No. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He's like it, Michael's like tell tell me something like tragic oh, that happened in your childhood. Oh, never yeah. yeah. And then he's like TMI. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's telling this uh, 
he's telling him this story and uh and michael just pushes <laughs> his mm-hmm. lunch off the table it gets up and walks away i think you know another like this is a really amazing sort of picture but it's michael and toby at the end of frame toby uh you know after um, you know, the cops come and Michael says, God, welcome back, jerky jerk face, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the two of them, they're they're sitting in the conference room together. They're doing a talking head together. So it's a two shot, right? It's the two of them. And Michael says, you said you were leaving and you made liars out of all of us. So and Toby says, I did leave. Michael says, yes, you did. And then you came back, which makes you the biggest liar of history. Toby, I don't, well, I don't see it that way. Michael, do you want to hear a lie? Toby, what? Michael, I think you're great. <laughs> yes. You're my best friend. <laughs> I love that one. I think you're great. Uh, you're trying to be friends friend. with an evil snail. Yeah. Uh, I think another another important episode for their dynamic is Survivor Man. Uh, oh, mainly yeah. because of we see Michael uh, obviously grooming Ryan as his protege. Mm-hmm. He's he's considers he thinks he's really good friends with Ryan. Ryan gets the corporate job mm-hmm. and turns around and doesn't bring Michael on the corporate on Ryan's cool retreat. Right. And takes Toby instead. Yet mm-hmm. another nail in Toby's coffin for Michael. Jeez, yeah. He's just like, this guy, are you kidding? And Toby mm-hmm. comes back and he's tan. No more s'mores. He tells no more s'mores. s'mores. Even gets a laugh from everybody in I the know. break room. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like Toby's generally liked, right? I think like his approval oh, rating. It's amazing. We slept under high. the stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like everyone in the office likes Toby. Mm-hmm. Generally. Generally, you know? yeah. Um, sometimes it's like I don't feel like the writers ever make a decision like it's it seems like it goes back and forth of everyone who likes making fun of Toby and also everyone likes Toby. I, I brought it up earlier that there's kind of like echoes of this relationship where, you know, Jim becomes manager. All of a sudden he's becoming critical of Toby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't remember the exact quote or time, <laughs> but it's a, <laughs> uh, OK, Toby. I love Toby, but sometimes he's a little much, you know, yeah. I love <laughs> In uh, in the end of season six, when Michael breaks well, it's up, it's a party, Toby. <laughs> when Michael breaks up with Donna, and they're like trying to prepare for the Michael has broken up, and they've got you know the Eagles ice cream, mm-hmm. you know, and Kevin watching movies in the break room. Yep, yep. Toby comes out in the, and he goes, <laughs> no, like, no, Toby, my God, like they, they like shoo him back to the annex. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Right before that, by the way, Toby's a little much. Toby says, uh, "My birthday was two months ago, Jim. Okay, uh, but there was no party." What? Well, it, there was, but Michael scheduled for four fifty eight on a <laughs> Friday. <right. laughs> you know, people sang in the parking lot. Okay. <laughs> 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 Do you remember when uh, Jim in, says, "I remember that"? <laughs> Do you remember Benny Hanna Christmas where they run, where Dwight comes up to Michael? He says, "Wear a short one robe." And he says, "Take it from Toby." <laughs> He's like in the throes of his breakup. <laughs> Take it from Toby. He goes, "Hey, Dwight," and then he just grabs it yep. away. Right. Oh. And the yeah. way, and then why? Later, yeah. Right. And later you see Toby patting Kevin on the shoulder and just feeling <laughs> the, the lingering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a great moment. Uh, uh, Michael versus Toby. It's it's the great one of the greatest dynamics MVT. of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alien versus so Predator. I mean, you I know gave a great list. We bring it top. up all the time, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have to do an episode about Toby. Yeah. Eventually, we'll do a, a, a Toby uh, only. Yeah. We'll yeah. take some time now, but mm-hmm. we'll let him let him subside. But we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll say about Toby when sorry I know we're pa- no, no no go yeah, ahead we're when, at this point in, of the show in frame yeah. Toby when M- Michael first comes back and he says well Mr. Kurt Westerl you're about to be served mm-hmm. you know and he goes in and he's asking Toby about it and he's so angry and Toby is just speaking so normally and he's like wow it was amazing thank you for asking you know mm-hmm. his, uh, you know pristine beaches 
right? And he goes, nice beaches. Beaches were pristine, right? <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, he says, uh, why did you, you come back? Why didn't you stay? It was actually kind of hard to meet people I found, I bet, for you. And, yeah, plus it was hot. And Michael is hot. Why didn't you get yourself an air conditioner? Should have gotten an air conditioner for yourself. <laughs> That's what he's Are you like, all right, I, Michael? He goes, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's like. I tried. Mm-hmm. I tried to talk to Toby and be his friend. But it's like trying to be friends with an evil <laughs> snail. I feel like I'm dying inside. I feel like Nev Campbell in Scream 2. Yeah. She can go off That's to college right. and be all happy, and then the murderer comes back and starts killing off all her friends. I learned a lot of lessons for that movie. This is just one of them. <laughs> that should have bought yourself an air conditioner. That whole call with David Wallace is so funny. Oh, yeah. The 911 thing, and then it ends. Oh, yeah. You got to get along with Toby. Or uh, you have to have cause. It is because, it is because I, I hate him. him. <laughs> Michael, point. is everyone okay? Uh, I'm afraid not. Toby Flenderson of HR has made a sudden reappearance. I don't understand. Has anyone heard? Not on the surface, no. But I can tell people are disturbed, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's, it's so funny. It's really one of the most fun parts of the show. It's mm-hmm. there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. To uh, you know, uh, w- Michael's departure, pretty much, and then uh, Andy picks up the torch. Toby kind of becomes a different character, seasons mm-hmm. eight and nine. But we'll That's true. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But, Toby tries on a new persona. Yeah, like as soon as Michael leaves. Yeah, in the search committee. You know, mm-hmm. or no, um, I'm thinking of something later. Excuse me, mm. I'm thinking of when Toby becomes Lloyd Gross. Oh right, <laughs> that's that, right. But that's yeah. later. That's in Branch Warden season eight. My mistake. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. That's right. Yeah, uh, that's well, a great one. Yeah, if any, uh, if you guys, if there's anything we missed, I'm sure we did. Inevitably, we missed something. Yeah, um, but please tell us your favorite Michael versus Toby moments. Yeah, uh, we always love to hear them. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure we we always get comments that's like I can't believe you guys didn't mention this. We actually love those comments. So please, please, yeah, yeah. Uh, please, uh, please write to us. Uh, let us know what we missed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it's time for a cro- conference room. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, everybody, listen up. If you are not in that conference room in two minutes, I am going to kill you. Where do you, can how do you start it? Okay, do it. I think okay. we, we each have a little something. For we the each have a little today. something. A little show and tell, guys. Uh, so um, I was a little bummed. I ordered something from Amazon, and it didn't all come oh, at once. Oh, poor baby. But, uh, but maybe this is better anyway, so we, I, can, I, can, I can spread it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, as a thank you for you guys uh, covering the show last week, I wanted to get you both a treat. Um, Alex's treat arrived. Edwin's will r- arrive in time for the next recording. He will assemble it to find himself in jail. <laughs> <laughs> no, so wait, he's got it here. He's got it oh. here. He's got a knife. He's got a knife. He's chopping off Phyllis's head with a chainsaw. Give you, I'm giving Alex thank a you. box. Okay. It's not... 0.8 pounds. We'll All right. The, uh, okay. It's unnecessary. <laughs> it's about as much as Michael's Caprizi salad weighed. <laughs> Two, Two pounds. pounds. Yeah. $500. <laughs> okay. The suspense is killing me. Oh, my gosh. I'm seeing bubble wrap. Oh, my God. Oh. oh. Whoa. <laughs> I got a Dundee. Dundee. I got a Dundee. 
There it Hell is. Oh yeah, man. Well, you guys got to stay. I got Vienna sausages and napkins. Oh. <laughs> Dude. Thank you, man. Of it's beautiful, course, man. Yeah, this we is... gotta we gotta keep building out our building out our collection. It's a of, real uh, trophy. I, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a real letdown when my gift comes and it's a rock with a post note <laughs> that says "suck on this." <laughs> oh, it's just it's a beautiful Dundee. That's <laughs> Thank oh, you man. So yeah, much. of course, I'm gonna, my I'm dude. gonna treasure it. Of course, of course. Spicy curry. What's um, that mean? <laughs> this says bushiest beaver. Sean. <laughs> yeah, it's a bowler. Yeah, I mean, just it just says Dundee Award for the people at home, but mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it's got the salesman on it. Came from Amazon. There's a lot of people out there sen- selling Dundies on Amazon. I'm sure. So I don't I, know. If, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like this and Baby Yoda stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of money to this be This one was advertised as the Will Ferrell special Dundee Award, and there's nothing Will Ferrell mm-hmm. about it. It looks but, like Gordon Gecko. It does look like or, a regular. Or, hey, Ryan dressed as Gordon Gecko. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here we go. I see it. Mm-hmm. So suspenders right. under there, probably. From the insurance commercials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, thank you, man. I of course, it. my dude. Of course. All uh, right. I've got a quick one, and this is mm. just a little bit of an Easter egg. Uh, so this this comes from the carpet in uh, season two, episode fourteen, where Michael is talking about Ed Truck and how mm. much he didn't like Ed Truck. And there's that picture of Michael and Ed, and I'll show you guys on my computer real quick. Mm-hmm. It's Michael and Ed, and Michael has the long hair, and he's shaking hands. Yeah, yeah. Ed. It's become a meme, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, I totally, totally. But if you, uh, if you. If you can stop, you can actually read the little insert of what they put in the text columns. It's nice. pretty funny. So uh, on the right, it says, Top Salesman Award. Welcome to yet another exciting edition of the Dunder Mifflin Employee Newsletter. Thanks to all of the staff and new contributing writers for putting this together for all of you. And also many thanks to the folks at Design Town for printing this up for us. Design Town. Hopefully you will find a lot of useless information contained herein that will help you do your job better, faster, and quicker, and cheaper, and happier. Wait, it says useless? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As anybody, this is the column on the side of the newsletter. Right. Yeah. So it's okay. just it's just a block of text that's supposed to fill the space. Right. Oh, right. But I, but I wanted to read exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this was your freshman year. Yeah. Uh, but I just wanted to read all the text. And as anyone can easily tell, this newsletter doesn't really have a lot to say. It's really just a prop <laughs> to fill some space and sort of look like a newsletter without really being much of a newsletter at all. By typing a lot of words in two columns on the front of this page, we can achieve the look of a newsletter without really reporting much news or provide any real information to the reader at all. In fact, at times we can probably get away with not using real English words, such as or the much beloved These words can also be strung together to form a sentence, paragraph, or even a whole prop book, magazine, or newspaper. And it just repeats. So that's, wow. that's amazing. I didn't know about that. But, um, you know, I, we've talked about before, like uh, how we, we were like, you know, should Mm-hmm. talk more about what we do in the real world but like you know i work in the art department and we do a lot of graphics and stuff like that i just did a newspaper the other day so it's like you always have to just fill it with all kinds of text to do a lot you do of art work. department for tv and movies yes yes mm-hmm. so so that's hysterical that is so funny that somebody actually took the time to, to type, do that yeah because i so often i mean there's like the lorem ipsum do you yeah, know what yeah. that is right. that's yeah, like totally. the filler text that like I, people yeah. use it a lot for like web design and stuff it's just kind of an idea like text. you know it's like latin mm-hmm. um but it's like that's a faux pas that's if you use lorem ipsum on camera mm-hmm. like you're you're a scumbag um but uh <laughs> but uh, i'll do i, I, you, you, I i'll like it i'll like at least i'll i will copy and paste some things if i know that i if, if i know that it's really not going to be featured because you're not supposed to do that i, I mean pl- technically that's plagiarism but it's but it is difficult mm. to yeah 
sometimes find you know i mean you sometimes you have to go to the writers and be like hey i mean i think we're gonna see this newspaper will you write something for it and they'll be like no we write like we're so we don't sleep as it is like Mm -hmm. and then you have to be like okay well i guess either i can try at this or (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know like um so i i actually do tend to like funny uh, to to write funny things and people Mm -hmm. tend to like catch them every now and then so that's hysterical i love that do you still okay no Oh, there's a second little blurb where the headline is just Michael Scott achieves top sales honors for Scranton for the third straight quarter. And then it says the text is for all of you who missed it. Last weekend's 80s party was truly the party to end all parties. (laughs) Everyone was in good spirits all night, including our esteemed visitors from the corporate office. Um, Music was provided by Phil and the Shays. And a special thank you should go out to all those who help with lighting and decorations. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's and it's clearly the kind of thing. I mean. You know, you, you talk about doing it, you know, on stuff you're working on now, but like back when this show came out, there was even less of a thing where you would be able to pause and really look at something like this, right? right? Yeah. It was airing on network TV, right? Unless you either bought the DVD or taped it or some sort of way, right? right? How would you even think to look at this? Right, right. right. Yeah, totally. Um, Sean, do you still have your list of bands, heavy metal bands? Oh, yeah. Well, for, uh, oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's just one example, but like for Green Room, which was a movie I worked on, it's mm-hmm. on Netflix, I think. But um, we had to um, come up with a, but it's like a neo-Nazi horror film and had a lot of punk band posters in it. No one wanted to be associated with it, fair, uh, you know, yeah. for good reason. Um, so we just made, <laughs> we just came up with like 150, you know, fake band <laughs> names, which was one of the most fun projects I've ever we done. We used to live and together. they're horrible. They're horrible. <laughs> Our old house, we used to live together. I remember like sitting on the back porch and you just read your whole list and I ne- <laughs> I could not stop laughing. It was so... They are... Uh, I mean, some sucks. of them are that truly the awful, one. but that dad was the sucks. whole... <laughs> yeah, that <dad> sucks. <laughs> Still have that list, do you? I do somewhere. Yeah, definitely. See that list again, dude. <laughs> Almost so certainly. Funny. Yeah, that's really yeah. funny. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's good stuff. But uh, uh, well, Alex, time for you. You have a you have a, a something. Oh I, yeah, I was just going to share something from a listener here. Sure. Um, just because I thought this this was we've gotten a lot of alternate castings and um, we like sort of different takes on them. And and Chloe uh, from Vancouver, BC, wrote us in and did one all bands. And I actually thought, oh, cool, it was. Very accurate. I think she just nailed every single one here. So nice. I'm just going to run through these real quick. Uh, do, do, do. Okay, Michael Scott, Weird Al Yankovic. Perfect. Yes. Dwight Schrute, Romstein. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, Jim so Halpert, good. Weezer. Ooh. Great. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Pam Beasley, Michelle Branch, or alternate Jewel. Uh, Andy Bernard, obviously, Dave Matthews Band. Isn't Jewel, doesn't Jewel sing their song, Roy and Pam's song? Yes. That's right. Yeah. That's correct. Yes. Good call. Uh, Andy Bernard, Dave Matthews Band, no hits. No uh, hits. Ants marching. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Phyllis Lappin Vance, Susan Boyle, <laughs> who was. I dreamed a dream. <laughs> yeah, the English woman who won. <laughs> she, uh, Britain's uh, Britain's oh talent. my God. With the big oh voice. My yeah. Gosh, yes. <laughs> She's such a great singer. My impression was not very charitable. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. Stanley Hudson, Barry White. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, da, 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 Kevin Malone, the police. Uh, yeah, naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela, the police cover band. <laughs> Angela Martin, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Toby Flenderson, Radiohead. <laughs> be funny for some it's like I'm the coolest band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm a creep. Yeah, it could uh, be. Kelly Kapoor, the Spice Girls. Easy. Yeah. Ryan Howard, Blake 182. Yeah. That yeah. That Cream Bratton, good. Ozzy Osbourne. Mm. Uh, yeah. Meredith Palmer, 2007 Britney Spears. 
<laughs> shaved head. Oh, Jan really? Levinson Gould. Oh, gosh. Uh, couldn't pick one for Jan because I just kept imagining Joan Crawford. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the best one, Oscar. Oscar's not a band. He has a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This American Life with Ira Glass. Yeah. That's really funny. Yep. There oh, it is. That's really Great good. List. Thank you, Chloe. It. Thanks for. I could tell you Thank put you, in Chloe. a lot of time there. That's yeah. That's a really all, good one. That's a uh, really fun, again. We, you know, we love to see the alternate castings. If you have a if you have a twist or a variation Do on a it, weird like one. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, that's we've gonna, had we've had yeah, um, cartoon characters. We had the band. So yeah. We'll get yeah. some other ones that are let's get, let's do it. We had someone send us a '90s sitcom. Oh yeah, casting that's right. that we'll get to at some point. That's yeah. right. That's right. Um, Alrighty. Okay. Time for some trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. Woo! All right. So I pulled together some uh, some trivia here. This is random from a bunch of different episodes. Good. I, uh, I I had I had Michael versus Toby trivia from last week, but we already used that um, because we had to use it. So this this one was just sort of. No real theme to this one, except they're hard. These ones are hard. Okay. We learn after Michael and Donna break up that after his last breakup, how many calories did Michael eat in three hours after his last breakup? 32,000 or something like that, right? 40,000. Close. 40,000 calories in three hours. (laughs) But we didn't have any ice cream, Jim. So this is mayonnaise and black olives. (laughs) Family-sized chicken pot pie. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> forty thousand. Toby, uh, you already read this quote, so I'm going to ask this directly okay, to you. All right, don't don't look at your notes. I'm not. Uh, Toby gives five reasons why they shouldn't be having the kids at the casino night. What okay. are those five reasons? They're serving alcohol. Yes. There's gambling. Yes. It's a school night. Yes. Hooters is catering. Yes. It's in their dangerous warehouse. Correct. Mm-hmm. Nice. Five for five. Very good. Um, staying in casino night. Um, Phyllis beats Kevin with what hand? Flush. Yes. I have all clovers. All clovers. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's devastated. Kevin loses with three queens. Yeah. He played the he played the hand I right. Suck. But he has the glasses. <laughs> the World bracelet. Series of Poker bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the last completely normal Kevin moments we get. Yeah. Is when Jim uh, cashes out or something or loses. Yeah. And we see we and see he's Kevin like, go Mr. Jim Halpert. Jim Halpert. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> okay in. In Joe Bennett's audiobook that we see mm-hmm. Jim editing, uh, who does Joe see at the Buffalo Club? He says, the next time I saw Blank was at the Buffalo Club, which leads to the I love you, you gay bastard quote. Oh, uh, well. Who does she see she's, at the Buffalo Club? Is it Truman Capote? Man. No. She's, oh, that's a good guess. Good guess, but no. She mentions him another time. Yeah. In my head, it, this is wrong, but I don't know. It's like Paul Newman or something like that. No, no, no. David Geffen. David Geffen. David Geffen. Not Paul Newman. I Paul don't. Because you would never say, you wouldn't say David? that about Paul Newman. <laughs> yeah, Paul no, you, wouldn't, you would not say that about uh, Paul Newman. Who's David Geffen? He's uh, a record producer. Okay. Yeah, he's a big. He also, I think, co-founded DreamWorks okay. as well. So he's just a big. He's a billionaire. That's what okay. that's He's worth $9.1 billion. It's a lot of guacamole. Yeah, sure <laughs> I don't know why he makes it in such large quantities. Yes. Uh, <laughs> in the hay, or sorry, in Hay Place, a place for hay, how many bales of hay does Dwight use? He mentions the number. Did I truck blank bales of hay? 1,200? 300. Oh, I said 300. Oh, wow. I went I way bales. over. Did I truck 300 bales of hay to a parking lot to rectify some childhood disappointment? Yes. Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the lecture circuit, Pam and Michael are driving, and Michael says he needs... Uh, Pam asks if she can turn on the radio, and Michael says, no, 
I need silence or blank to prepare. Sam Kennison. Yes, very good. <laughs> what is Sam Kennison? He's a stand-up comedian. comedian from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't even know what that is. That's good. Um, where did Kelly Kapoor do juvie? Oh, man. Wait. Uh, <laughs> what? What is the name of the facility? Juvenile oh, de- no clue. Detention April 95 to December 96. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know. The I don't know. It. Yeah. It's a solid year and a half at Berks County Youth Center. Yeah. Berks County Youth Center. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Ed would For a crime she I did know, commit. That's a tough one. I know. Yeah. I, I can go as hard. I with, it's funny with these really specific ones. I usually like know it right away. Or yeah, I, don't, I know. I, I know yeah. that I don't know. Yeah. Look, when you're... When you're in a shootout with Dixon City Janes, you can't get killed. <laughs> Dixon City Janes. Yeah. Uh, all right. What is the name of the angel that Stanley brings into the office? Julia. Uh, yes. Julia. Very good. Hmm. Uh, One, Pamela. two, three, four. Splendors in your coffee, Stanley. None <laughs> oh, for yeah, yeah, you, Julia, because I don't know how you take it. Four Splendors. Are you out of your mind? Pam and Michael blow off what branch to go see Holly? Uh... It's not Utica. during their lecture circuit. No, Buffalo? it's not Buffalo. Syracuse. No. Yonkers. No. Al- uh, Albany. No. What else is there? It's the one that like is always is never brought no. up, uh, but it's there. Uh, I don't know. What is it? It's in New York. Rochester. Ah, uh, uh, right at the wrong time. Uh, yeah. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna count that for myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you should. Um, okay. When. Uh, a couple Toby questions here. When we see Toby and Dwight uh, sort of arguing about how fast they can run, and this is when mm-hmm. Pam then has Dwight run around the building. What's yep. we learn? What's Toby's mile time? About seven. About seven minutes. That's correct. Upon hearing that mile time, Dwight claims that he outran what animal? Black pepper steak. <laughs> yes. Black pepper <laughs> steak. Wow. Which I looked up. I don't think they're. I know. I, I looked it up because I was like, "Is that real?" Like yeah. not that yeah. long ago. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a name for a different. Uh, to give you an idea, I'm somewhere between a snake and a mongoose. Yeah. Black snake. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, last question here. Uh, this is in sexual harassment. Um, the CFO that resigned because of sexual harassment. What was that CFO's name? Oh, man. Dunder Mifflin. <sighs> we just have the first name. Uh, is it Reggie? Is it an R? You got the first letter right. Yeah. Ronald. You're, close. You're getting closer. I don't know. Not, not Randy, not Ronald, not Reggie. Ryan. Not Ryan. It's Randall. Ran- oh, Ooh. Randall. Randall. Ah, dang it. I did just say it's not Randy, but it is Randall. <sighs> there you go. All right. All right. Well, that was a great trivia. That was a mm-hmm. that was a really fun episode, and I hope that um, you guys listening at home, if there were things that, uh, you know, like we said, if there were things we missed, favorite uh, Toby Michael moments, please, uh, please hit us up. Uh, we have a phone number. Yappers. <laughs> 503-694-9314. We have an email address, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook and Instagram, Michael Scott Podcast Company, and Twitter at Michael Scott Pod. And we have a website, michaelscottpod.com. Special thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who runs our social media and designs all our artwork. And uh, this episode was recorded in the OG studio in the Ward Brother residence in Portland, Oregon. Whose house? Ward's house. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember to rate and review the show. Mm. Helps us, helps people find the show. Uh, as always, yes, thank you for listening. Uh, can't wait to see you again next week. Do we know what we're doing next week? Nah. We're Tallahassee Arc? <laughs> Ooh, oh, yeah, Tallahassee. We're going to Florida yeah. next week, folks. Mm-hmm. Pack your sunscreen. See that real Tallahassee. That's righty. We'll see you out there. Give me this holiday. Yes, sir. Come
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.